listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Lucifer 
brethren, the spirit of Lucifer is the spirit of pride. It makes you separate yourself. Self, don't let Lucifer make you separate yourself from the family. Satan is the one who rose up in rebellion. Disloyalty, deal with disloyalty, yeah. Deal with all forms of disloyalty. Fight it, fight it, fight disloyalty. Whoa, whoa, crush all the enemies of the church.
Even when life goes beyond my understanding I'm at peace with his hand in mine God knows What the future brings God has a plan for me and you So I say trust and then obey, believe, it will turn out okay, yes it will, he'll make a way, he came through for me, I know he'll come through for you.
I want to please you, Lord. This world is so very dark. Everything is not what it seems to be. But I want to be your favorite child. Oh, Lord, I feel drawn to you. I want to be with you forever. I want to be near you forever. Oh, Lord, I am coming close to you. Lord, I'm coming closer and closer to you. I'm trying to feel your presence now. Lord, I want to be your favorite child. So I'm coming closer and closer to you. you Jesus I just don't know how to say it I love you so very much I'm so happy that I found you Lord I want to live my life with you I want to stay in your house Tell me to do anything for you Cause I wanna be your favorite child Oh Lord, I feel drawn to you I want to be near you forever Lord, I want to be with you forever I'm coming closer and closer to you Lord, I'm coming closer and closer to you. I'm trying to feel your presence now. Lord, I want to be your favorite child. So I'm coming closer and closer to you. Are you blessed by Celeste singing? How many of you want to be God's favorite child? Me too. Well, we've come to the most pertinent time of the service. 
I know that this is the moment that all of you have been waiting for. You've come to the faith encounter, and I believe that you've come here to be filled with faith, to be encouraged, and to go back home as a better and a stronger Christian. Amen. So let's stand to our feet if we are not already. Get ready for a powerful time and with a round of applause and a shout unto Jesus, let's welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Aye. A miracle today. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and say. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this blessed opportunity that we have to be in your presence and in your house. Let your spirit fill this place. Bless us, Lord. Bless our understanding. Give us wisdom. Grant us understanding, Lord. Let your word fill our hearts and our minds, O God. Save us, Lord. Save us from evil. Save us from deception. Save us from the wicked one, Lord. Thank you for your perfect will that shall be done in this service. Satan, I curse you in the name of Jesus. And Father, thank you for a sweet presence and your power, Lord. The power of your word, Lord. Let your will be done amongst us. In Christ Jesus' name I have prayed. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. That's a weak shout. Wow. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap. And you may attempt taking your seats. Hallelujah. Okay. Two, one, testing mic. One, two, three, four. Can you hear me? Okay. Um... We want to continue sharing. I started sharing with you on um, the subject of remembrance and the importance of remembering. And I think I want to continue on that same subject of remembering because um, the ability to remember as a Christian, as a human being, is very, very important and it makes a lot of difference um, Anytime you're with people who don't remember things, you keep reminding them, reminding them of things because a forgetful person, a forgetful person is, um, is a person. It's a person who is dangerous and um, who easily won't do well. I mean, it's like an exam. You're in an exam and you forget. 
you are doomed, isn't it? How many of you have been sitting there in the exam room where you know that you have read this thing, but you can't remember? Yes. So, you know that the inability to remember, therefore, leads to failure. You can't remember something, it's like, that's, that's it. That's it. Not, not when you don't know, but when you can't remember. There's some things you know, but you have forgotten. You try and try and try and try and try, it's not coming. And then at the end of the exam, it comes, isn't it? Just as you've walked out of the door, sometimes you meet a friend and the friend says something. And it's like, hey, you wonder whether you can go back in there and stay. So you see that when, you, when you're forgetful and you forget, you, you actually don't do well. In life, just as you don't do well in an exam when you can't remember. So remembrance is a very, very important thing, or the ability to remember things. You have to remember things. Um, it's a very important subject. I'm torn between two things today, whether to talk to you about things or people you must remember or something else. You understand? Because it's very, you, you have to remember, you have to remember things and people in your life. It's all mixed as you move on in life. See, because when you forget someone, you forget who the person is. When I say forget, it means who is this person in my life? Who is he in my life? Because as you move on, in life, as you grow up or seasons change or things change, you feel some things have become important now. But it doesn't mean you should forget about things or people who were important in your life before you got to where you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. yes. So as much as, as much as other things have become more important in your life now. You still have to remember those who led you or the things that helped you to arrive where you are today. As soon as you forget, you change. You change. You change. You become something else. Something else. Let me, let me read a passage. I hope I find the passage. Let me read a passage. I'm going to read a passage to you. Do you want a passage? Yes. Yep. I'll find it. How many of you believe I'll find it? You believe it? I also believe it. Yes, I found it. It says that. It says that um, for the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed receiveth blessing from God. You see there's no word about remembrance here but it's saying that in this life, you know, when things are happening, in other words, don't, get, don't take it for granted. When people are doing things for you, someone is helping you, someone is guiding you, someone is counseling you, someone is preaching to you, someone is feeding you, someone is um, buying shoes and clothes for you, 
Someone is raising you up. Someone is training you. Someone is saying that go and do that. No, do this. No, be like this. It's saying that all these things is done with like an expectation that you, you would in turn bring forth herbs that are meat for them by whom it is dressed. Can you give it to us in English? Because they don't understand meat for them by whom it is dressed. Do you understand meat? It's like suitable or good or useful. Yes. So the land that brings that the land that drinks in the rain often falling on it. You see, when you are, when you are as you live, you are, you are receiving rain, a type of rain that you are receiving. And you are growing up or maturing or developing by that type of rain. There's some that is coming up on you. It's coming on your life. It comes on your life all the time. All the time. Even, even your mother, your father who is shouting in the house all the time is a type of rain. It's a type of rain that is coming on you all the time. And then they expect a crop that is useful to them. Wow. For whom it is farmed receives the blessing of God. The blessing of God. But then, in verse 8, it says that. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be bent. So it's like, instead of producing a crop or a result that is useful to those who have been working on you, you act as though you don't know them and you produce thorns, things that are not useful. The scripture is saying that instead of the blessing of God, you get a curse. So you see, you have to be, you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful because your life is not an accident. Where God places you, who God places in your life is not an accident. It's not by chance. Never say, never say that if this person had not done this for me, it would have happened anyway. If this man was not my father, I would have had a father anyway. My mother would have married somebody else anyway. If I didn't come to this church, I would have been in another church anyway. I would have been in another church anyway. I would, have, I would have been a serious Christian anyway. I would have become a pastor anyway. Mm. You see, that is, where, that is where ingratitude begins. And that's where you begin to produce thorns instead of a crop that is useful. When you produce a crop that is useful, you receive a blessing. When you are able to remember and come back to say thank you, or you stay faithful. You know, no, I mean, I would have been married anyway. Did you, who, who said they should introduce us? I would have been married anyway. You are lying. You are lying. You are lying. I'm sorry to tell that you are lying. You are lying to yourself. Everybody, God uses somebody to, or uses something to bring a blessing into your life. 
God would have married anyway. If somebody, if somebody didn't answer the call, obey God to start a church, do you know you wouldn't have met? You have to remember that you met in the church. Do you know that you met in the church? You met in the church. Before Satan enters your heart and says that, you know, no, don't mind them. Don't mind the church. Don't mind the pastors. Don't mind this person. Let's go. Let's go where? Where? It was in the church that you met. You didn't come with each other. You met in the church. You met in the church. And those who say, you know what, me, I don't want, I don't want anybody to help. I want a click. Tick tock, click, tick tock, tick tock, tock, tick, 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 tick. It's, it's all pride. It's all pride of trying to be an island. Nobody's an island. Nobody's an island. Nobody's an island. I need you in the church. Are you that I need you? I need you in the church. If you're not in the church, the church won't be the same. I need you. And you also need me. Because after you finish singing, now you need a preacher. Now everybody will be wondering, you finish singing, come on, we need a word. Mm -hmm. And I also need you. I also need you to sing. I also need you to sing to give us a good atmosphere. I need dancing stars to give us a good atmosphere. I need every, everything is needed. I, you see, we need each other. We need each other. Like the head needs the legs. The legs need the feet. The head cannot say that, look, legs, I don't need you again. The head will be there and say, I need to go to Asda. That's when you appreciate the legs. That how do I get to Asda? I know what I want, but how do I get there? How do I get there? How do I get there? And when he gets to Asda and he comes back, then he's doing what he wants. Now he went to Asda to buy bread and cheese and butter. You come, you, you've come, you've, the head has gone there and come back. When you arrive home, you say, oh, now I need the arms. You need the arms. You can't say that, I don't need this. No, we, we need, look, we really need each other. All the time. All the time. And you have to remember. You have to remember what everybody has done. The role that everybody has played. These ungrateful people, they are dangerous people, disloyal people, wicked, wicked bunch, wicked bunch of people, dangerous people to move with and to, and to have them in your life. Pray that you never have an ungrateful person in your life. They are heartbreakers. Ungrateful person. Grateful person, someone that you choose, and the person behaves as though I would have been chosen. Hmm. So that's why we are sharing on remembrance, so that you will have that virtue in your life. Because already, already we've forgotten some things, isn't it? Every time I start talking on this subject, you start remembering things, start remembering things, and remembering people. Remember, you remember someone who spoke to you, someone who was there for you, someone who even prayed for you, someone who even just said a word, a word of encouragement. How different, how different that word is. How different that word made in your, the difference that word made in your life. Just a word, maybe just a word. Person just said, look, 
Hey, whatever, it is well. You're blessed. And you are encouraged. That is why we have testimonies. To encourage you. Testimonies encourage you. It encourages you. It brings, it brings hope. Because when you listen to someone, you see that oh, you're about the same. You see that you're about the same. So remember, remember, remember things. How many of you are going to be people who remember? Or you're going to stay in forgetfulness? Remember things. Remember people. You have to remember people. People have helped you. People have been there for you. People have spoken to you. People who have helped you. Don't say. Don't, don't say I would, have been, I would have been as I am anyway. It's not true. You wouldn't have been. You wouldn't have been. You wouldn't have been. I wouldn't be a preacher if I had not met uh, Bishop Dag. I wouldn't be a preacher. Because I was a Christian. I've been a, I've been a Christian for some few years before I met him. He talked to me about the call of God. He came to my house, came to visit me. That visit was about the call of God. He, that's, that's the only discussion he had with me. The call of God. Do you believe you are called? And rest, I've been a Christian. I've been going for all nights and praying. I was into prayer. But I've never thought about the call. There's something called the call. Call where? Call for what? Call to do what? If you had not come into my life, you wouldn't have a pastor now. I wouldn't be here preaching. I cannot say I would have been a pastor anyway. It's not true. It is not true. It is not true. God used him. So I always have to remember the person who came to me, spoke to me about the call of God, appointed me as a pastor. Appointed me as a pastor. I have to remember. And not say, oh, I would have, I would have been, I would have, I would have, I would have been, I would have been preacher, I would have been, um, I would have been a man of God. I would have, I would have, you know, you know how people talk? When they want to dismiss everything and everybody. Instead of appreciating your mother, you're walking around saying that I would have been born anyway. (laughs) If she didn't give birth to me, I would have been born anyway. I mean, she wasn't my mommy. I mean, God would have given me another mommy. I would have been born. Now you even sound like a mad person. I would have been born anyway. I don't have to appreciate my father. Mommy would have met another man anyway. Maybe even a better man. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know how grateful your mother is that he, he, your father chose her. You don't know. Even if she gave birth to just you and he ran away, you don't know how grateful your mother is that at least she's got one. Hmm. Make sure you don't have an asthmatic attack <laughs> as, you are, as you are talking. So anyway, today I've decided what I'll share with you. I've decided. Yes. I've chosen my topic. You want to know my topic? Yeah. But it's my topic is on remembrance. You have to remember. You have to remember things. Next week, Sunday, Stardust will sing for us, Remember the Time. Do you remember that song? Yes, they'll sing that song for us. Yes. Now that I've said it, they can't run away from it. You have to start rehearsing now. Okay. 
Okay, so today, as soon as I've decided, what else I've decided to talk on? Hmm? Okay. What did we talk about last week? Ah, spiritual effects. So today is things that righteous people remember. Things that righteous people remember. Things that righteous people remember. There are some things that righteous people remember. So in other words, these are the things to remember to qualify as a righteous person. Yes. If you are righteous, this is how your mind will work. Your mind will work in a certain way. You remember certain things. You appreciate certain things. You would acknowledge certain things. You would uh, appreciate some things. And you would honor some things and some people. If you are righteous. If you are not. You will say, I'm okay. I'm okay. Deuteronomy chapter 16. Wow. Are you in church? Chapter 16, verse number 3. Thou shalt eat no living bread with it. Seven days shalt thou eat unleavened bread therewith. Even the bread of affliction, for thou camest forth out of the land in haste that thou mayest remember the day when thou camest forth out of the land of Egypt or the days of thy life. So, number one, the righteous people will remember important anniversaries. He said, you remember the day that you came out of the land of Egypt. That's the day that you came out of bondage. So, a righteous person remembers important anniversaries. Which is different from your birthday and wedding anniversary. Even you remember your wedding anniversary, you remember it as a, a day to quarrel that your husband has forgotten that you have remembered. I told you about the, the lady that I sent happy anniversary to and it became, I rather created a problem in the house. She should have even, she should have even been woken up early to organize an appreciation for the day to say to her, husband, thank you for choosing me. Thank you for choosing me. You don't like it, you see? But I'm preaching. And it's true. And it's true. You should be saying thank you for choosing me. You think everybody gets chosen? And you think it's, it's, it's normal to be chosen? Normal to be chosen? So the day you are chosen, you have to say thank you for choosing me. Thank you. Thank you for choosing me. So developing airs and wings. And saying that you, you are for, and you have forgotten our anniversary. You are, today's anniversary, you have forgotten. And you have forgotten. Even, even Bishop Richard has remembered. Bishop Richard has remembered in England. He said, England, and he has remembered. I've been here with you. You can't remember. Huh. Bishop Richard has remembered. He's in England. He has remembered. And you are here. You should be saying thank you. Thank you for choosing me. You should say thank you for choosing me. 
Yeah. Is it good teaching? Yeah. Is it good preaching? Yeah. But do you know why you won't say thank you for choosing me? Because you have forgotten when you were praying to be chosen. Yeah. Yes, you have forgotten. You have forgotten. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. As I'm saying it, you feel. You feel it's like yeah. There goes. There goes another man. There goes another man. There's go another guy who is talking for men because you have forgotten. You have forgotten. You have forgotten your secret message is that Bishop, I'm ready. You have forgotten. You have forgotten when you used to say Bishop, thank you very much. You forgot when you said, Bishop, I think, I think, I think I really like him. And I feel he likes me. We've been talking. We talk a lot. And you are the one, you are the one who was giving commentary on the progress of the relationship. You have forgotten. You have forgotten how special and how nice it was. How nice. That's why you'd be in the house and be fighting over anniversaries. But if you remember, when you wake up that morning, you will sing a song of thanksgiving to God and say, God, look at me today. Tenth anniversary. Hey, God, I've been, he stayed with me for ten years. It shall be your story. <laughs> it's instead of waking up and fighting that he has forgotten. He doesn't do rather, is it? Rather be on the other side. Is it anything at all that makes you angry? Almost possessed with evil spirits. Look for the opposite of that and ask yourself, is there a better way of responding to this? Is there a better way? Is there a better way? But there's always a better way for doing things. The opposite of a frown is a smile. Yes. So, smile. Find a reason to smile. The, the person lying next to you is not a tiger. So smile about it. And also smile that you're not waking up, you're not waking up alone under your duvet. Yes. I don't know if you think you are being helped. Yes. So remember. Remember that you were chosen. Remember, you didn't think or imagine that you would ever be chosen. You had virtually given up. Do you know when you had virtually given up that, look, as for me, it's not, it's not good. It's not for me. It's like, then you start talking, this thing is not for me. So you become, you know, something, and then God surprises you that, look, it's for you. It is for you. I'll give you somebody. Then he starts talking to you. 3 a.m., he's messaging. 2 a.m., he's messaging. You want to sleep. You want to sleep a little bit. FaceTime calls are coming. Texts are flying. You always, you always take, you always take a while before you can answer the FaceTime call because you have to grab your wig quickly and adjust it and check. <laughs> so when you answer, then he will say, you never answer your calls. Why do you always have to call back? Why? Because you see, he's also not experienced. So he doesn't know that you have to run for your wake. You have to get a top, adjust yourself. You have to move away from the mess in your room. So you get a, a plain background. He doesn't know all these things. <laughs> yes, 
He doesn't know all these things. <laughs> if he thinks, he thinks you are not with your phone. So every time you have to call back, you call back after five minutes, you call back after three minutes. So he's complaining. But he doesn't, he doesn't, if you know, he, the truth is that, look, you see, but look, you can't. You have to get it straight. And the week to when you put it on in a hurry, it, it goes a little. So you have to get it right. And then because the makeup is not on, so you have to sit at an angle. So the light is not in your face. (laughs) So all I'm saying is that 10 years after 2019, remember, remember, remember that you were chosen. Remember how excited you were when you got a call. But even your voice, you even had to change your voice. He says, Where you, where you asleep? Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Because you can't say no, you can't lie. So I said, No, it's okay. Then she was, No, it's okay. No, I'm okay. No, I'm okay. Like, Are you also okay? Are you okay? Then you start, then you start, saying, oh, then you start talking and chatting and giggling at things that are not funny. You're, you're, you're laughing. So, remember important anniversaries. Remember the day. Remember the day you came out of a near-death experience. Yeah. Remember when the day when someone helped you out of a critical situation. Remember the day. Remember the day when someone introduced you to an important person. You have to remember that day. Do you remember that day? Someone introduced you to a pastor. Remember that day. Someone brought you and said, oh, someone said, Bishop Richard, this is this person. And everything about you changed. Remember remember the day when an important person took interest in your life. Instead of getting irritated and angry. Remember the day somewhere he took interest in you. He didn't need you, but he took interest in you to help you. These are, these are dates that righteous people remember. You know, the day you gave your life to Jesus. When you went to church and you gave your life to Jesus. Came forward and he said, what a beautiful church. What a beautiful church. He said, the church is so nice. Even after church, even after church you go out and eat chicken. I remember one brother who joined the church. That day when he came to the way, there was an outing. For a group of people. And I said, why don't you bring this new guy? Bring it, let him come. After the, after the eating, he, then he asked, he asked all of us, is this, is this something that we do every Sunday? <laughs> he, then he said, if this is what we do, if this is what we do, then it's a very, very good church. <laughs> he said, he's going to come every Sunday. And he said, they're coming every Sunday. Don't ask me where he is today and what he's saying today. He's gone bonkers. Because he can't remember the chicken day. See, if only he can remember the day for chicken, he would, have been, he would have been sane and sober and faithful and stable. But he has forgotten the day when he was taken out to eat chicken. And he was so happy. His speech, his speech in the restaurant was that, is this, is this what happens in this church every Sunday? Then he added, he hasn't even forgotten about the message I preached. 
He's only remembering the ticking. So if the autist, then he said, then he said a very, very good. He said he next Sunday he will be here. And we said we will be here to receive you. And he came. And led so many things. Till he forgot. Remember. So remember your salvation. Remember the first time you were invited to church. Isn't it? When you can say, hey, this pastor is so funny. <laughs> so funny. The church is very nice. There's something called dancing stars. People dance. Because it's like, I've never seen a church where people dance. Will you remember? You've got to remember. You've got to remember. By the way, you have to remember. People say, let's go to church. Let's go to church. It's a good church. It's a good church. Let's go to church. And remember the person who took you to church too. Mm-hmm. Wow. The pastors have to remember. Remember the, who, the person who trained you. Remember the person who appointed you. Remember the person who said that you can make it. And encouraged that you can. Remember that person. Before you start rubbishing him. Remember the person who laid hands on you and you started speaking in tongues. Remember that day. <laughs> remember it. You have to remember these things. Because you see, when you forget, you see, a forgetful person, I don't know whether you can get a picture, a forgetful person is a totally different and unattractive person. And someone who is also not blessed. Because he has forgotten. When you forget, you start acting in a certain way, behaving in a certain way. Before. You, you've just forgotten everything. Everything good thing has been done for you, you've forgotten. So you become an ungrateful person. Number two. So number one is what? You remember what? Important anniversaries. Number two, people who are righteous remember their low points and how they came out of them. The low points. How many of you have had low points before? Low points. Yeah, low points. I've also had low points before. You see, one of the things that happens to you at your low points is that you will discover that there are some people you can talk to and some people you can't talk to. Yes. Yeah. So as soon as you run to someone, I mean, apart from God, apart from prayer, Whatever he said, there's someone that you can talk. You need to, you want a human being to talk to. Tell me if you are also like that. So as soon as you discover, I can talk to this person. I don't mind. I don't mind this person knowing how weak I am, or how frail you can. Talk. You see, you have to remember that person. Yeah, you have to remember that person because it means immediately it's a revelation to you that. This person is like a rock in your life. This is someone you can lean on. When you say rock, it means someone you can lean on. Pray you never lean on um, someone who is actually like the wind. Because when you think something solid is when you lean, there's nothing there. Or a character made of... um, Rubber. 
It's everybody that you can lean on. It's everybody you can talk to. Bibles are confident in an unfaithful man. It's like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint, meaning that it's painful. Yeah. To trust someone you shouldn't trust. Make sure you trust people that can be trusted. So in your low point, you will discover that there's someone that you can trust. Never forget that person. Because when you come, when you come out of your low point, everything looks normal. But that's when you have to remember and say thank you. You have to say thank you. You were there for me. You were there. You were there for me. You were there in my time of battle, in my time of confusion. When I didn't know what to do. It's because sometimes when you are confused, somebody is saying. The person can say, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do it like this. Because you are confused. You are, you are thinking about a thousand things. You need a friend who is not as emotional as you are then, but and a friend who is thinking straight to say, look, number one, let's do this. Okay, let's try number two. That is a friend. That's a real friend. Not the one you start crying, the person also starts crying. <laughs> a good friend is not the one who cries with you. <laughs> when you start crying, they also start crying. Ah, the, the, the two of you on the phone. Ah. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 15. And remember that thou was a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God brought thee out of thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore, the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Wow. So remember that you were a servant. And the Lord lifted you up. Hmm? Will you remember that? Are you sure you can remember that? Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 12. I think the thing behind me is giving feedback. Okay. Then beware. Lest thou forget the Lord. Which brought thee forth. Out of the land of Egypt. From the house of bondage. How many of you remember that the times when you, you felt like crying, there was someone that you called, you called to cry, or you sent a message to to cry. Yes, there's, always, there's always that person who is there and who responds well, who doesn't judge you, who doesn't look down on you, who doesn't say, hey, chop, chop, put yourself together, chop, chop. No, the person understands. Rather, the person offers solutions. Let's do this. Let's do this. Even the person who even do it for you. The person who do things for you. Hmm. Wow. I'm just saying that. Remember. Remember that person. Yeah, remember that person. The person you can't tell that you are failing is not a friend. You've been calling friend all this while that you can't say that, look, I'm going down. No. No, 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 no. That's not a friend. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's a, a mate you eat with and you laugh with, but that's not a friend. Hmm. Alicia, what are you thinking about? <laughs> you, look, you look as though you are crossing out some friends out of your life. <laughs> Hmm. 
But you see, remember the main point is that as time goes by, you can, you can easily forget these critical moments in your life and feel like, I'm okay. I don't need this person. That's more of the topic I'm talking about. That don't forget. Because as time, when time moves away, you forget that, look, I was, I was a wretch. When I was a wretch, who was there for me? Who was there? Who, who accepted me as a wretch, as a righteous wretch? <laughs> who accepted me? Who stayed with me? Who stuck with me? When you have forgotten about that experience, even when you talk about it, it doesn't come with tears anymore. It's like you're okay to even talk about it. That's the season that you have to still remember. Remember that person. Remember those people. Remember whatever you have to remember. Hmm. Sisters, are you there? You've traveled. What about the brothers? (laughs) Number three. Righteous people remember people they remember they are able to they're able to remember sorry um, how should I put it they are able to overcome their fears yeah they're able to overcome their fears. People who remember are able to overcome their fears. Yeah. Deuteronomy 7, 18. Thou shalt not be afraid, but shall well remember what the Lord thy God did unto Pharaoh and unto all Egypt. When you remember, you overcome your fears. When you remember what? When you remember what the Lord did. When you remember what he did. Because when you remember what God did, you are remembering what God is capable of doing. So when you are in the same situation, you just have to remember what God has done for before. Again, that's the power of testimonies. When people stand there and they are sharing their testimony, that I thought I was going down. In fact, I was down. But suddenly, God has lifted me up. And then you are sitting there and you are down. You just tell yourself, ah, then it's going to be well with me. Instead of being gripped with fear, depression, distress, confusion, and saying to yourself, it's over for you. No, it's not over for you. It's not over for that's why we're always fighting for people to come and share their testimony because your testimony is saving someone's life. Your testimony is changing, is changing someone's life. When someone hears, someone hears what you are saying, oh, this like wow, that's my that's my life. That's my life. That is my life. If this person has come through, then I'll also come through. If this person is doing well, then I'll also do well. Because you, all, you, all you can see is that this is what God has done. There was a song my mother was always singing in the house. I don't know why she was always singing in the house. So, but she used to sing that particular song. It is no secret what God, 
what God can do. What he's done for others, he will do for you. Yes, I was always thinking, it's no secret. It's no secret what God, what God has done or what God can do. It is no secret what God can do. What he has done for others, he will do for you. It is no secret. It is no secret. It is no secret. So you see, when you discover what God is capable of doing, you're not afraid. You're not afraid. That's why you be like a psalmist and say, that, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. In other words, in other words, in other words, where, where you are now is not your destination. You are just passing through. And he's with you. His rod and his staff, he uses to comfort you. He's with you. So when you, are, when you are going through the valleys of life, and there are valleys of life, life is not only mountains. Where there are mountains, there are valleys. Yeah. Yeah, there are valleys. So the valleys are really deep eh, and spooky. But when you have a God, when you have a God, or when you remember the testimonies of others, and the testimony of God, or the testimony of God that he has done this, he did this for this person. You can, so they can even look at the person in church and say, ah, but this person, he says, this is what God did for, this is what God did for him. I mean, God will do it for you. You even have to remind him that, Lord, I, 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 that lady who shared a testimony three weeks ago, God, that's what you did for her. Can you not do it for me as well? He'll say, yes, I can do it. I can do it. And he will do it for you. Amen. I said, he will do it for you. Amen. I said, he will do it for you. Amen. God will do it for you. Amen. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Remember what God can do. And it is no secret what God can do. What he has done for others, he will do it for you. It is not a secret. It is not a secret. Now you see somebody standing here, Sunday after their wedding, you are looking at them, Wow, will he ever be done? Just know that just know the person standing there once upon a time felt like you. If God has done it for them, he will do it for you. Amen. Or you see them standing here with their baby, dedicating a baby. Don't say, hey, so will I also have, oh, you will have babies. You will have babies. It's your portion and your story shall be babies. Amen. What he has done for others. He will do it for you. Yeah. You just have to remember what he's done. You have to remember what he's done. You have to remember this is what he's done. This is what God has done. This is what God has done. You see, you have to be masters of the testimony of God. What God has done. What God is capable of doing. What God can do. The power of God. It will be done for you. It will be done for you. And you will be okay. Tell your neighbor you'll be okay. Yes, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yes, you will be. Hmm. So when you remember, you're able to overcome fears. Number four. Wow. People who are righteous remember the commandments of the Lord. Hmm. The commandments of the Lord. 
It's like a good worker. A good worker always remembers the commandments of their boss. That's how you become a good worker. You remember, you just have to remember what the person wants, what the person likes, and how the person likes it, and what and what the person would like it to be to be like. That's that's all you have to remember. To be a good worker, this is all that you have to remember. The commandments of your boss. That's all you have to remember. You be a good worker. Not your own ideas. Even when you have your own ideas, make sure, make sure it can be synchronized with what he wants. Not totally, not the total opposite of what the person wants. Mm. So you see, good workers, when the boss starts talking, they start taking notes. They start writing. So that they will remember. Otherwise, you will forget. Am I giving you a good tip? Yes. Yes. You start writing. So you remember. Not only when you start talking, that you make your face. It's like you've already decided that you have a better idea. You're about to argue or you don't agree. Then you make your face. You don't even realize that you're about to suck because of your face. Because of your face. You have to smile. Smile and have a flowy mind. But okay. okay, even though you think you have better ideas, accept what he's saying first. Mm-hmm. I hope you remember what I'm saying to you now. Yeah. So some of us are difficult to work with as of now, but God is healing you. Yeah. I mean, as you are now, it will be very, very difficult to work with you. True or correct? True. But not correct. So the answer is both. <laughs> so true or correct? Both. Both. The answer is both. Yes. True or correct? Mm-hmm. Both. Both. <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 8 <laughs> verse 11 are you still here yes. are you around yes. you have to remember the commandments of the Lord commandments of the Lord beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Remember what the Lord has said to you. You have to remember what the Lord has said to you. The Lord said, do this. And especially as, as you move deeper and deeper into the ministry, you see, ministry, ministry and the work of the Lord is done with conviction. Conviction. Not discussion or winds that are blowing or circumstances. It's done with Conviction. When you don't have a conviction, people without a conviction don't last in the ministry. They start and then they surrender. They start and then they give up. They start and then different things, different storms and waves rise up and then they say, look, I won't do it again. And they, they rather walk by the conviction of offense. But what they, don't, what they don't realize is that those who are still there have overcome offense. They have overcome the same waves. The same waves and the same winds. 
And they are there because they remember the commandments of the Lord that I have called you. I have chosen you. Save me. Not what others say or what others do. As soon as you forget the commandments of the Lord, you start paying attention to the commandments of life and circumstances. And you fail in obeying God. You see, to, to last in the ministry, go by a conviction. And the conviction is based on the word of God. What has God said? What, has God, what did God say to you? What did God say to you? When you join the church, you say, God, God has planted me here. This is my house. God sent me here. When did God change his mind? Why you be that God has changed his mind? Say, God has called you. God has called you to be a missionary. Why did God change his mind? How come, how come two years later I say God has changed his mind? And you are so angry and you can't even tell the difference between being led by the spirit and being led by demons. Anger is not a fruit of the spirit. Offense is not a fruit of the spirit. Depression is not a fruit of the spirit. You are so angry. You are being led, are being led by an evil spirit. And by common sense. Instead of by faith. Conviction. Someone with a conviction? He's heard from God. He's heard from God. Pray that you hear from God. Pray that you hear from God. And when you hear from him, stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with what God has said. Stay with what God has said. Be stable, deep, planted. Be planted in your convictions. According to the word of God. Are you there? Mm -hmm. The commandments of God. God calls you. He doesn't, it doesn't mean that all problems have ceased. He, he, he only, when he God calls a man, he doesn't put him in a capsule and takes him out of this world. No, you, you'll be in the world. When it's winter, you feel cold. When it's summer, you feel hot. You'll be like any other human being. But you survive by your convictions. 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 Survive by your convictions. If you're born again, if you're born again, you say you're a Christian, now you're a Christian, nothing should be able to approach you from the faith. Not poverty. Not death. Nothing. Nothing. Now as you move on, now you say, somebody will say that, now I've got a job. The job means that I won't come to church on Sundays. Are, are, you, are you an idiot? I mean, is that, is that how a Christian talks? I mean, it's, it's like, now you're, what, you are say, what you are saying to your pastor is that, you know, from September, I'm going to backslide. I'm going to backslide for some few pounds. So I'm just informing you. That, that, you might as well put your sentence that way. That from September or from 1st October, I've got this job that I'm going to backslide on. Because when I get that job, I'll be able to do my hair. I'll be able to buy shoes. I'll be able to, uh, whatever people do with your, you waste your money on. Yeah, so, so Sundays, you won't see me again. Every now and then, I'll, I'll come by. 
You see, you don't have a conviction. You don't read it. Maybe you haven't read your Bible in a long while. Or you have forgotten what the Bible says. You, you say, um, from, from October, uh, 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 Mr., Mr., Mr. Pastor or Madam Pastor, from October, 1st of October, I want you to know that I have signed a deal to backslide. And you expect your pastor to pray for you. And say, go on, backslide well. Remember the commandments of the Lord. And you do well. Remember his commandments. Remember his commandments. Remember his commandments. Remember. Remember where you have been saved from. And what you have been brought from. And what you have been brought out of. Instead of begging to go back. Mm. Deuteronomy 25, 17 says, I remember what Amalek did unto thee. By the way, when you were come forth out of Egypt. Hmm? He said, remembering the wickedness of certain people may be important for your safety. Mm-hmm. You have to remember the wicked, painful experiences. So you don't run back into the hands of wicked people. I can't see how you tell me that from 1st October I'm backsliding. I feel like buying you a new Bible. Yes, that's the only feeling. I feel you have lost your Bible. I need to buy you a Bible. <laughs> forgetting Amalek is like forgetting all potential dangers and killers of your ministry and your life. Number five. Righteous people remember the old days. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 7. Mm. It's not amazing that you forget about an old relationship that you've had and then you're going back to a similar one. An old, painful one that you have, you have had. God saved you. The Holy Spirit worked, massaged your heart, fixed you up. Now you are there. You are saying that I've, I've been here for a while now. You see, nothing is happening. So I'm going back to Jack. You see, pay attention carefully to the message because time has a way of wiping out memories of difficult times and hard times. It has a way of wiping it out. Time has a way of making, making the world attractive. The world can be attractive to you. The world can look very interesting to you. Sometimes you, sometimes you see little children going to uni. Go to uni at what age? How old are you when you're going first year? 18 years. 18 years. They tell you you're an adult, but you're a child. 
I mean, you know, you know you're a child. I mean, don't you know? I mean, I said, don't you know? Yes. They said they know. As you are going in your mind, I'm getting away from my parents, from these dictators and tyrants. I'm going, I'm now, I'm now going to live. I'm going to leave. You see, I wish, I wish some people would tell you their testimony. Who went to, I know, I know it's live, but who went to leave? <laughs> so you remember. And ask, the, ask them that where are they today? What has happened to them? I told you of the story of that lady in the shop. I think it was Asta. It was Asta. And she was with a little child, about an 18 months or two year old child. You know how little children stray in the shop. So Sally couldn't find the child again. The child was lost in the house somewhere. Then she started shouting, Degree! <laughs> Degree! Degree, where are you? Degree! Shop. Another person in the shop asked her that, Madam, why do you call your child degree? I mean, it's, like, it's very interesting to, to have named your child degree. And she said to that person, do you have time? It's a long story, I can tell you. The summary of the story is that, because you don't have time, so the summary of the story is that. She said, she sent her daughter to uni. She was expecting, when you go to uni, what are you supposed to come back with? Yes. But her daughter came back with a pregnancy. So she said, well, to comfort herself, when the child was born, she said, this is what we wanted from uni, this is what she came back from uni with. So we called the child degree. Maybe they should have added the, the, the course as well. If it's engineering, they have called the first engineering middle name degree. BSc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she explained and said, that is why we call her degree. Because that's what, that's what my daughter came back from uni with. Came back with this child. Because when she went at 18, she said to herself, I'm going to what? Leave. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. So those of you are going to first year now, please remember why you are going, okay? And concentrate on it. More the principle of concentration. Concentrate on it. Just concentrate. It's just three years. Three years will come like tomorrow. Yeah. 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 All my pastors sitting in front, all of them, I remember when they went to uni, all. All of them, from beginning to the last person who was singing. I remember when she went to uni. All of them. Yeah, this one. Yes. All of them. I was their pastor when they were going to uni to leave. All of them. All, all these people. 
Or know them in secondary school to uni before they've come by. Yeah. You thought when I met them, they were like this. Don't spoil my message. <laughs> oh. I can tell you all their grades, one after the other. I know all their grades, all of them. You are quiet. You are hoping that I will start. <laughs> you are really hoping that I will start. What are we talking about? What's the last point I gave you? It's what? Hmm? The old days. The old days. The old days. Remember the old days. The old days is when you remember history. You have to study history. Because what has been is that which shall be. People who don't know history or don't take time to study history make certain mistakes. Problems are the same. Challenges are the same. It's the same. Through years and whatever, it's the same. When I say to it's like now, now, I feel more experienced and relaxed in pastoring. Because I can almost predict. And I can tell you how it's going to end. So I don't have struggles. Give instruction once, you won't do. I know you're a stubborn person. I know you're a stubborn person. I'll, re- I'll, release, I'll release you like um, I don't know what is released easily, but I mean, I know, but I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. I'll release, I'll release you like hot air. Oh, yeah. I say once, you won't do. I've seen your type before. I've seen your type before and I know how they'll end. I know how they end. I've seen your type before. Two days, you're arguing. Talking. Is it a meeting that lasts more than five minutes? It means you are dealing with a, a, a very difficult, stubborn human being. You have to talk. Give them such again. Explain yourself. Justify yourself. Two days. No. No, 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 no. I say one, two. I'll just say, I'll just say to somebody, you know, release them. Let them go. Let them go with their problems. We've seen their type before. We've seen their type before. We can't struggle. We're not going to struggle. Don't say anything again. I said to somebody, I said, this person, I said, don't even, don't even discuss this person's issue with me again. Because the instruction has been given. You won't do, do as you choose. Because you don't know history. If I don't know history, I'll be struggling with people. As though their case is unique and new. But your case is not unique and new. You're just stubborn. When you study history, you can see that what you are doing or what somebody is doing 
It's, you, you, can almost, you can almost predict the end, and the end will be, you'll be accurate. you think you're a prophet. <laughs> history actually makes you like a prophet. Yeah. Prophets actually know history a lot. I mean, real prophets. They appreciate history. You must appreciate history. You must watch History Channel more than uh, the channel you like watching, Nigeria movies. Yes, yes, Nigeria movies. Those of you who watch Nigeria movies. Yes. Somebody sitting next to you who likes watching that, you tell the person that he is talking to you. Say that now the preaching has reached, has reached your, your quarters. Tell her, don't argue. Tell her, I'm telling you, don't argue. You're not explaining yourself. Why are you arguing when you have been caught? You're watching part six of something. What are some of the titles? What? House what? Huh? Title. I need a title. These people. Hmm? Blood Sisters, part one. Blood. Blood Sisters Part 1 Blood Sisters Part 2 Blood Sisters Part 3 Blood Sisters Part 4 Still Blood Sisters Part 5 And you are watching You've reached Part 6 And you expect You expect to have faith in God And to believe in God you don't understand why you are full of fear. You are, like, you are like a bundle of fear and insecurity moving. Because of what you've been feeding on. It's affecting you. So instead of that, watch History Channel and become wiser. You'll be wise in life. You understand? You, if you understand Brexit, you, you will tell me that this is how Brexit will end. Oh, yeah. You know how it will end. You don't be talking a lot and having debate about people. But see, you're not even interested in, 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 in I said Brexit. In, in Brexit. You're not even interested in Brexit. <laughs> you're interested in, in blood sister. Is it blood? Blood. Blood sister. Blood sister part one. <laughs> yeah. I just discovered that it's true. Blood sister. It's a classic. Look, don't go and watch it so that there's something called Blood Sister and go to watch it. Hmm. So those two ladies are Blood Sisters. <laughs> blood Sisters. Part two, part four, part five. Deuteronomy 32 verse 7. It says that. 
Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee thy elders, and they will tell thee. So you see, young people often make the mistake of thinking that everything old is useless. But everything old is not useless. Some of your clothes you wear now, I used to see it in my mother's wardrobe. And we used to laugh at her. That, mm, mommy, what is this? It's to hang in her wardrobe. But when I see you in it, they say, man, even wig. It's my mother used to wear wigs. My wife wasn't wearing wigs when we were beloved dozing. No, there's nothing like wig. The wig, wig has appeared in these, these past few years. It is my mother who used to wear wig. My mother, my mom, my mom. <laughs> you are wearing wig feeling cool about wig. No, our beloveds had natural hair, normal hair. Pamed hair, they had pamed hair. That's what our beloveds had. So whilst, whilst our beloveds had pamed hair, our mothers had wigs. Wig was such an old, such something for old people. Old, it's like I mean, it's like where, which planet are you from? But you see, so you see, see history will teach you that what you are doing is not new. Yeah. Just, ah, beloved, so you see the difference between a lady who has hair, a lady who has no hair. You see, today wigs are hair, isn't it? It gives every lady long hair. But no, no, then you could see. So if you, are, if you want somebody who has hair, you know who to choose. It's not difficult. No, it's very, very difficult. You can't tell. <laughs> you can't tell. You can't tell. Your wedding night, when she comes out of the bathroom and she's coming there, you see. You, you, you will sit up on the bed and say, excuse me, how, how did you get into the room? Who is this? <laughs> you shout, Security! Security! There's an intruder. It's only her voice that will save her. It's her voice that will save her. When she shouts your name, when she says, Jack, it's me. Then you say, What happened to you? What happened to you? Where is your hair? Where is your hair? Where is your hair? Where is your hair? So maybe I'm giving you a tip. When you go, don't take it off. Come back with it. Yes. Come back with it. Warm him up. At least for two weeks. Don't let him see you without it. Keep it on for about two weeks. Try. By the third week, just say that, look, I'm tired. (laughs) Stand in front of him and say that, look, I am tired. (laughs) We are finishing. Number six. Are you going to study history? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
You're young, study history, no history. Don't feel all things are it's gone. No, it's not gone. Sometimes even Queen says study history, you don't even have to look far. Just the person a year a year ahead of you. You don't have to ask yourself, how did this person become like this? And you have to ask questions. You have to ask questions. How did this person become like this? What happened to this person? So when it's explained to you, you would know what to avoid. And you also know what to do. You have to ask yourself, how did this person become like this? Why is, why is this person the way? Why, why is he the way he is? Why has he been around for a long time and he's not very spiritual? In fact, he's all soaking in his stories of his bitterness and anger and uh, um, backsliding mentality and dr- drinking, drinking his ideologies. You don't have to ask that. How did you become like this? What happened to you? What happened to you? So that you don't become like that. So that you don't become like that. Because you around, you can hear the message. You can see, you can see what the message is supposed to make you into. You have to ask those that you came to meet who are not. You have to say, how come? How come you are not becoming? You are like someone who is eating meat and is not growing up, chewing chicken, and you are not growing. I mean, what? What happened? What disease is this? Mm-hmm. Anyway, did I give you number six? Righteous people remember the benefits of the Lord. Psalm 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. When you don't remember benefits, you become a memorer. Evil spirits inhabit enter into you when you don't remember. When you don't remember benefits, benefits, benefits. Things you have gained. Mm. Yeah. Then you can remember that every benefit comes from the Lord. You appreciate little things. People want to work for God. It's a full-time ministry. It must be, must be people who appreciate benefits. Because a full-time minister, someone has given himself to the Lord to work for the Lord full-time, is someone who loves God and just wants to please God. He's not in it for things, for praises, for money. To, the, if, if, to be successful in full-time ministry, are you listening to me? You have to, be, you have to be someone who is pleased with the fact that I'm serving God. Otherwise, you won't last. People who don't consider the benefits of God, they don't, usually don't last in full-time ministry. Because they complain, they murmur, they talk, they see this, see that. This is like this, I don't get this. If I was in the world, if I was practicing my career, and this, I would have had this by now. Hey, go, and, go and get it. Okay, go and get it. Do you understand? Go and get it. Don't put yourself in a state where you become a memorer. And a complainer. Go and get the things you will get if you're in the world. Because a ministry person is not someone who is there to grasp the things and to acquire things. He's there for the Lord. He loves the Lord. 
He's given himself and his life to the Lord. He wants to serve. He's so glad and happy that God has even chosen him. So, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not all his benefits. That he has included you. He has included you. He has included you. Wow. Are you in church or you've gone? Mm. Is that number seven? Should we end on number seven? No problem. We'll end when I say we are ending. Righteous people remember what God does to people just like him. A good example of this is Luke 17, 32. Remember Lot's wife. So you see, when you are backsliding, you remember what happens to backsliding people or backsliding people. People who are in the faith but are looking back to the world. Saying that from 1st October I'm going to backslide. Remember what happened to Lot's wife. That's all. Just remember. Just remember. It's all feeling cool about backsliding. And getting excited that I'm about to backslide. Remember Lot's wife. You used to sing, you don't sing anymore. Remember Lot's wife. That's why because you see that the choir is still full. With or without you. So you just have to remember Lot's wife. That's all. That's your message. Remember, remember people who behave just like you. Because I don't know what happens to people, but it seems that at a point they feel like what they do for God, they are doing God a favor, or they are doing the church a favor, or they are doing the pastor a favor, or they are doing the pastor of the choir a favor. So to prove or to, to take away their favor and their services and to punish the pastor is like, I won't do it anymore. Remember Lot's wife. Uh-huh. Remember. When you remember Lot's wife, you see what you are becoming. You see how God reacts to people who hold back from him. Hmm. Isn't it? They get upset with the pastor. They say, I will sing again. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I'll sing again. I won't do this again. Remember Lot's wife. Remember what happened to people just like you. People who are just like you. You have to remember it. As you're talking, as you're feeling, as you're acting, as you're doing this. No, I don't want to do this again. I'm not going to. Remember Lot's. If you tell me you're leaving, the strange thing these days is that you decide I'll say that, oh, go. It's okay. Go. Yeah, just go. Just go. Wow. There are people that sometimes even when they are sacked, they don't even realize they've been sacked. They feel they've been blessed. When they, aside, they don't realize that they've been they don't realize that what is happening to them is not a good thing. Mm. Deuteronomy 24, verse 9. I think that's even worse. When you are sacked, you are not aware that you've been sacked. You feel you've been promoted. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's even worse. It, it explains, it explains how dark your heart is and how stubborn you are. That you can't even see that you have been sacked. 
You saying thank you for being sacked. Who says thank you for being sacked? Remember what the Lord thy God did unto Miriam by the way. After that, you were come forth out of Egypt. So when you're behaving like Miriam, just remember Miriam. So that you stop behaving like Miriam. Do you understand what the Bible is saying? It says, remember what the Lord thy God did unto Miriam. So that the day you start behaving like Miriam. So I say, who is Miriam? What did she do? Read the Bible. It's a good passage to read for your quiet time. You'll never fall asleep. Because you want to see what happened to Miriam. Who is Miriam? What did she do? What did she not do? So that you, because the scripture is giving you an instruction that remember what the Lord thy God did unto Miriam. Do you know what the Lord did unto Miriam? So you have an assignment to find out what did God do to Miriam? And what did Miriam do before God reacted that way? So when you're about to do it, you know that, hey, I'm becoming another Miriam. Hmm. You know Miriam? You don't know Miriam, you see. This is Moses' sister. Powerful sister. She's the one who had the tambourine and was singing. She could sing. Powerful girl. What happened to her? What happened to her? I would like you to read. Next week I'll ask you, what happened to Miriam? So you can tell me. You have to tell me first who Miriam was. What she did. And how did God react to her? You're all thinking, hey, Miriam. I didn't say Lot's wife. We're talking about Miriam. Who brought Lot? Hey. Who is changing the message? Is it you? Darling, is it you? Are you the one doing this? Why? You don't like what we are reading. You don't like Miriam. We want Miriam. Don't we want Miriam? We want Miriam. Ah, ah, no. We want Deuteronomy 24 9. Hey, darling. <laughs> I think she feels like preaching today. Number eight. Today I want to give you ten things. Okay, yes. I'm only telling you so you know that I'm close to the end. Number eight, righteous people remember the poor and the prisoners. Galatians 2.10 Only they that would only, only they would that we should remember the poor. The same which I also was forward to do. Remember the poor and remember prisoners. It's a great thing to have a ministry that attends to the poor. We have a ministry called Remember the Poor. It's a great and honorable ministry to run the poor, to feed the poor, to help the poor, to clothe the poor. I'm waiting for our prisons ministry. To have a ministry for prisons, to go to prisons to preach for salvation. There are many people. You see, there are one of the things that you, you, I don't know whether you know or you don't know, but that you may not know is that there are very good people in prison. Very, very good people in prison. Yeah. There are different reasons why people go to prison. 
Even this morning, uh, uh, my daughter was showing me someone's testimony. A lady who went to prison. Accidentally. Because her boyfriend who was in prison sent a bag to her. And she didn't know what is in the bag. It's just her boyfriend. Her, her boyfriend that she's, you know how you are when you are in love. Anything that he presents, you receive. So she just received in her house. She was in the house when the police broke in and took the bag, opened the bag. What in the bag? Ammunition. Yes. So she was in possession of things she shouldn't be in possession of. She went to jail. So she's sharing her testimony about how people, so you say, such a person, you have to, when you hear, you don't say, oh, naughty girl, stupid girl, silly girl. No, you have to listen to her so you become wise. Yeah. So that you become wise. So you see, and it's almost like an innocent person. But she's in jail. So when you go on outreach and you see such, such a person will be ready to listen to you and will be happy that you came to visit her. That's why Jesus said, I was in prison, you never visited me. These are the words of Jesus. I was in prison. I, Jesus, was in prison, you never visited me. You never came. I've done several prison visits. I've preached in prisons before. I'll be happy to see, to hear that you are preaching in prisons, different prisons. You are preaching. You go and you preach and you make altar calls and you share books. Read this book. How to be a strong Christian. How to be born again and avoid hell. You share to encourage them there. It would be nice. How many of you would like to be part of the prison ministry? Mm, okay, I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was in prison and you did not visit me. I've done prison visits. Till one day, the, a chaplain, a particular chaplain, she said to me, I know it because I went to different prisons and I don't know why she was the same person that I met. She said, looks like I've met you before. And, she, and the way she looked at me, she said, she, I could see that she's thinking, what, 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 what type of people do you have in your church? Because like you always say, I saw that, because I reminded her that, you know, two years ago, I came to this place. And then it's like two years after I've come here too. So she was asking, so all of these people are your members? I said, yeah, they are my members and they are good people. Hmm. You're quiet. I don't know what you're thinking. But Jesus said, I was in prison, you visited me not. So we have to visit prisons with the gospel. With encouragement. You're crying that you've been in uni, nobody has visited you. Ah. <laughs> visiting you in uni and visiting someone in prison, which one is more important? You say, I'm there, I've been in uni, I've been in uni for two years now, nobody has come. <laughs> One of my children say, always says to me that when they went to uni, <laughs> said, for a whole year, you never visited me, you never visited me. But when this other one went, you've been there about 10 times. I said, don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Yes. But one of them says that when they went, I never came. I don't want to say male or female because you people will start looking at somebody. <laughs> but one of them said, when I went a whole year, a whole year, you didn't come there. Then the person said, the following year that you came, you just came to drop me off and you disappeared. I didn't see you again. 
But when this one went, it's almost like when I wake up every morning and I'm there. <laughs> I just had to say, hey, that is life. <laughs> you have to accept some things. Take some things, that is life. So that's how life is. There's no explanation, but that's how it happens. But that one, school visit. That you've been in school, your pastor hasn't come there. Don't feel crying. Don't feel angry with your pastor when you're in uni, they didn't visit you. Now you are finished. Now you have finished. You see, one day I went, a church member gave birth many years ago, many years ago, before first time existed. A church member gave birth. Then I said, a church member gave birth. And I remember my wife has visited them. Other pastors have visited them. I have not been able to go. Then one day I was in the area. I said, oh, this is where this person lives. So I said to the pastor, so let's say hello to them. So either I press a bell or I knocked on the door. Whatever it is, there was a knocking. Then they opened the door. When they opened, they didn't open the door. They didn't say come in. They stood at the door. It's almost like, yeah. And I was wondering. He said, I was also feeling very confident. It's me. But it was, the, it was the lady. She was standing at the door. It's like, it's almost like, what do you want? I was like, I mean, do I have to explain myself why I'm here? I'm not even, I didn't even think about the baby. I've just thought, this, this couple, lives, let me see them. Just at the door. Then at a, at a point, I saw a little child, either crawling or combined, you know, pulling on. Mama said, then she turned around and said, this is a baby. He's grown up. You are now coming. He's grown up. <sighs> are you not surprised? She said, you are now coming. That's what she said to me at the door. You are now coming. This is a child. He's grown up. You are now coming. Some of you are holding rollers. You said, your problems are little problems. <laughs> so you're now coming. She said to me, you're now coming. Then she pointed at the child. That's when she opened the door a little bit. So you're not coming. He or she has grown up. He's grown up. I said, wow. I had to put my tail in between my legs. I was never let into the house. I was never let into I had to put my tail in between my legs and say, bye-bye. This is a child. So when she turned around and said, This is a child. He's grown up. Then looked at me and said, As though I'm her son. Said, you, are, you are now coming. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Am I the father of the child? <laughs> I mean, what problem is this? Am I the father of the child? <laughs> last one was what? Remember the poor and prisoners. So we must have a prison ministry and you must have a ministry that remembers the poor. Hmm. Hebrews 13.3 says, remember them that are in bonds as bound with them and them that suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. Anyway, number nine. Let's finish. How many of you know that we can finish? 
Righteous people remember God's servants. Hebrews 37, remember them which have the rule over you. 1 Corinthians eleven two. now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them unto you. So remember God's servants, servants of the Lord. Many churches are stable in normal lives because of the direction and inspiration they receive from the church. Many church members say, your life is stable and you are normal because you receive direction and counsel. Isn't it? Like you've come here today, you've decided to backslide from 1st October. After hearing such a message, you say, you can't backslide again. You say, oh no, I didn't know I was being so silly. So you've changed. Isn't it? And then number 10. Righteous people remember what they have received. Revelation 3.3. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come unto thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. So, remember the different gifts you have received, the different talents you have received, things that God has given you so you use it to honor God. Things you have received, I don't mean Christmas gifts and birthday gifts. I mean spiritual gifts, abilities, even your interest, your desire is a gift from God. Watch desires that you don't have. People have other desires they are struggling with in this life. You don't have that desire. So desire is something from God. When you have a normal desire, it's a gift from God. A desire to work for God, a desire to serve God, a desire to do. Remember it and use it to serve God and to work for God. God bless you. Stand to your feet. Wow. How many of you are understanding remembrance? To remember things and remember people that have been a blessing to you. And also remember wicked people to avoid them. And not to repeat inviting wicked people into your lives again. Remember people. Remember things. Will you remember? When you get to your anniversary and your husband doesn't remember, will you be angry? Remember that you were chosen. You were chosen. So it's all being angry that he didn't remember to give you a gift or to say happy anniversary or to take you out for dinner. You take him out for dinner. Or you organize a dinner when you get there, they tell him that, look, I know you have forgotten, so we have come, so pay. If it's a pain, that is a problem because I feel, I feel maybe it's a pain that is a problem. So no problem. His problem is not the pain that he couldn't remember. So you organize it. When he gets there, you pay. That's all. Yeah. Just organize everything. When you get there, you pay. Mm. Organize everything. Arrange everything. Take him out. When you get there, just tell him that, look, brother, I just knew that you forgot. You, you are forgotten. So we are here. Yes, we are here. So do what you've got to do, man. Do what you've got to do. And then you give him, you say, be nice, be nice and pleasant about it. Don't be angry. 
be nice and pleasant. Say, come on, brother, show you that you do this. Show your powers. Show your powers. He'll just laugh and say, you. Then he'll put his hand in his pocket and take his wallet out. And say, no be anything. Yes. There'll be peace. Everybody will be happy. Everybody will be happy. Everybody will be happy. Now, sitting in the house, grumpy. 7th November, he's come home. He's asking you, how are you? He said, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yes. Are you sure? Are you sure you, you don't answer? He said, what, 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 what's the problem? Said, why, why is there a problem? Then you repeat, why? Today is only 7th November. Is there a problem? You're trying to give hate. And he's not remembering. <laughs> Relax and be happy. Learn how to be happy. Be wise as a serpent. And be happy all the time. Don't be fighting over things. Don't fight over things. Be nice. Be nice. I know you like the song, Be Nice. But you too, be nice. Yes, you too, be nice. You like the song, Be Nice, isn't it? Yes, but you too, be nice. Be nice or they can be nice to you. Yeah, be nice. Don't sit in your house and say, Bishop has remembered. Even Bishop has, even Bishop has remembered in England. And you, you are here, you remember. Relax. Relax. And be grateful that he chose you. I feel you are going to be blessed people. Because you remember things. Close your eyes and thank God for today. Just thank him for a few seconds. Let's thank him. Thank him for today. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for the good things. Remember the good things and say thank you to him for them. Thank him. Remember the good things. Remember the good things he has done for you. Remember the great things he has done for you. Remember. Remember. Remember them. Remember them. Remember them. Remember them. Remember the, remember the blessings. Remember the blessings. Remember the blessings. Remember the kindness of the Lord. Remember how he saved you. How he delivered you. How he blessed you. Remember and say thank you. Thank you. Name the things he has helped you with and thank him for it. Remember how he placed you in a church. Planted you in a church. Thank him. 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 Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Name the things and say thank you for them. Name the things and say thank you to God. To show that you can remember. And you have remembered. Thanking you, Lord. 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 Remember, I hope you can remember something to say thank you for. Remember life. Remember your age. Remember things you have received and things you've been through. Thanking him. Thanking him. Thanking him. Thanking him. Thank him. Thank him. Thanking him. Salvation especially Salvation 
Forgiveness. Parents. A home. Money. Life. Thank him. Thank him. Maybe you could have been dead, but you can see that he has saved you. He has saved you. He has saved you. Thank him. Thanking him. Saying thank you to God. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we are saying thank you to you today. Lift up your two hands as we thank him. Father, we are saying thank you to you today for every good thing, every good thing, every good gift, every perfect gift. We're saying thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for life. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you even for hope that we have that it will get better. Even though things may not be so good and so perfect, Lord, thank you for hope and faith we have that it will get better and it will be well. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for church. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the pastors you've given to us. Thank you for the home you've given to us. Thank you for the parents you've given to us. Thank you for the education you've given to us. Thank you, oh God. We say thank you. Thank you for health. Thank you for health, Lord. Thank you, oh God. Thank you for every good thing you've given to us. We're saying thank you. We remember them, Lord. We remember them. Remember every good thing you've given to us. And we say thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blessing, Lord. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for opening our eyes to understand the experiences we've been through and the experiences others have been through, Lord. Thank you for the lessons you've pointed out to us from the experiences of life. We say thank you today, Lord. Thank you. We remember and we will remember every good thing you've done and your blessing. Be praised in our lives. Be praised in our lives. Be glorified in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, you can put your hands down. You are here today. Someone invited you to church. You've been going to church. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. Today, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Today is my day. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to be a child of God. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity to be in church today. Today, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you very quickly and I'll pray with you. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Lift up high. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. Keep it up high. High, high. So I can see you. High. I can see your hand there. God bless you. God bless you. I also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Today is my day. This is my day. This is my day for salvation. This is my day to experience the love of God and the message of God. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give everything to Jesus. I want to start a good life. 
a new life and a blessed life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. It's the love of God that you are feeling. It's the love of God that is drawing you to him today. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. God bless you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to come all the way to me here. Come. Come to the front. Come. I'll pray with you. I want to pray with you. Come. You want to give your life to Jesus today. Come. Come out of your seats. Walk here. Come. Come. I'm waiting for you. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to come. You can come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come all the way. Come. Yes, there is room. Come from your seats. You lifted up your hand. Baby, you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to come to there Jesus. Come, I'm waiting for you. Come. For Make you. room for them to come to Jesus. There is. There is room come to Jesus today. Yes. Come. Come all the no way. Come all the way. Come. Yes. There is still room. There is still room for you. Come. Yes, there is. Room. Yes, there is. At the cross for you. As we sing one more time, I'm waiting for you. There, there is room. Is room at the cross Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. There is room at the cross for you. Close your eyes with me, everybody. Let's say this prayer together. Especially those of us in the front. Say this prayer after me. If you're coming to join us, come quickly. Come very quickly. This is your chance. This is your day. This is your moment. You want to give your life to Jesus. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another time. You're not sure whether it will be heaven or hell for you when you die. You want to make that all-important decision today. Come and join us very quickly. We're about to pray. Come very quickly. Come. Come now. Very fast. Very fast. Come. Come. Come, I know you are there. I know you are there. Come. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Very important time. You want to come, come quickly. Join us very quickly. Join us very quickly. Don't let the train leave you. Don't let it leave you. Come and join us very quickly. You want to come. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You want to come, come quickly. Come now and come quickly. Don't leave this place with the guilt. With the guilt on your conscience and in your heart, struggling within yourself that I should have gone. I should have given my life to Christ. This is your chance. God is calling you. God is calling you. Come very quickly. We are about to pray. You want to come. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come very, very quickly. It just takes a few steps and you are here and we'll pray together. Let's pray. Those in front, say this prayer after me. Church, help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus who died on the cross and rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, I believe you are alive. Please come into my heart. Please be the Lord of my life. I surrender myself to you. I give myself to you. I give my life to you. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father, 
for accepting me and for making me a child of yours. Please write my name in the book of life. Say, say, thank you, Father. Thank you for salvation. And thank you for Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for these ones. May they be established in your house. May they be established in your church, Lord. Keep them, Lord. Keep them by the Holy Spirit. Fill them with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Let them be blessed, Lord. Let them be blessed in this new life, Lord. Bless them in this new life. Establish them in this new life, Lord. Let nothing pluck them out, Lord. Let it be a new beginning, a new day, a new age, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Let them be blessed, Lord. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your help. Heal their diseases. Heal their weaknesses. Heal their ways, Lord. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Please receive a gift before you go back to your seats. God bless you. God bless you. At the close of service, I want all of you to come back to the front right here. Come and sit right here and we'll have a brief meeting with you before you go back. So as soon as we close the service, you make your way here. Whilst others are making their way out, you make your way here. They'll have a brief meeting with you before you go back. God bless you all. Clap for them as they go back to their seats. Clap for them. Clap like you're excited about salvation. Wow. How many of you are remembering good things the Lord has done for you? Good things. Good things. That would make you normal and grateful to God. Don't be forgetful. Want to receive the communion. It's one of the things that Jesus instituted. Based on remembrance. Because he knows that human beings are very forgetful. Before I realized someone is walking somewhere and said, I died for you. So I'm your savior. So he says that this do in remembrance of me. That I am your savior. I'm the one who shed his blood for you. So what this communion is about to receive, it's in remembrance of that great act of love and mercy and sacrifice that Jesus did for us on Calvary's cross. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Others by now we are forgotten. People were saying that their, their father is their savior. Somebody will be saying that her boyfriend is her savior. Yeah. Even after all this, you are ready to sacrifice all the sacrifice that God did for a boy. Hmm? You don't understand the English I am speaking. I, I think you understand it. Father, we are grateful for that great sacrifice on Calvary's cross, Lord. We celebrate the victories. All the victories that was won on the cross that day for us. As we eat and drink of the Lord's body and the Lord's blood, Lord. Thank you, Father, that that victory, every single victory that was won on the cross, is registered in our lives and becomes practical in our lives, Lord. Let our lives be made whole because of the sacrifice on Calvary's cross. 
I declare this is the body of Christ and this is the blood of Jesus. Let there be miracles. Let there be victories. Let there be deliverance. Let there be strength. Let there be sanity, Lord. Let new energy enter your people, Lord. Thank you, O God, for intelligence, for great understanding. Let the spirit of excellence rule in us and reign in us. By the sacrifice of Jesus, may every soul here be separated from every familiar curse. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. We are safe because we have remembered Jesus. We are safe because we have remembered Jesus. May the power of the blood be at work for you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Wow. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.